1: to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit Greenwood Family Chiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne.
0: Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always reach out greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we were talking about the broken healthcare system. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm talking about our thought process when it comes to medical care. I'm talking about (laughs) insurance companies when it comes to medical care. I'm talking about medical errors still leading in terms of causes of death. And I feel as if Most individuals, when we talk about the importance of health and disease prevention, we think back to the allopathic model, but even from just an aspect of medical errors in terms of where we fall in the United States of healthcare, I'll often have people, people that are close to me and are more integrated in the wellness or holistic model, say, but we're making a change. And the problem is is that oftentimes we feel as if we're making a change because we're more consumed with it. But in reality, when you look out, like, where are we moving in the right or the wrong direction? Because candidly, I feel as if our u s. healthcare system is fundamentally flawed. And so we're gonna break down why? Because I feel like that not just because I because I have opinion, but when you actually look at statistics iatrogenic deaths and where that falls in terms of cardiovascular disease or cancer you know and we're looking at um who dictates who actually dictates medical care in our society now at this point and so we're going to break all of that down but before we dive deep into that let's talk about some news
1: Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications.
2: Maybe. Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters
1: a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government.
0: For today's Health in the News... Healthcare workers win a $10 million settlement over hospital's COVID vaccine mandate. Healthcare workers win $10 million in a settlement over hospital's COVID vaccine mandate. So, uh, this actually comes out of. Chicago, North Shore University Health System. So, some Chicago healthcare employees are set to receive financial payout after winning a settlement against North Shore University Health System over the company's COVID vaccine mandate. North Shore will be required to pay $10.3 million to employees who were denied religious exemptions. Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council, was behind the settlement. Staver found, explained on Fox and Friends, that North Shore implemented a jab or job policy, meaning employees were required to get the vaccine or be terminated. All of them were denied religious accommodations. It will, he said, uh, it was literally no religious accommodation, which they'd required to do under the federal employment law of Title Seven. It was V one one. I had to read it. Seven. Title Seven uh staver explained that title VII applies to both private and public employers and requires that sincere religious beliefs are accommodated north shore employees who are terminated or forced to resign will receive twenty five thousand dollars and those who are forced to get the vaccine will receive three thousand as part of the settlement staver said north shore resisted the lawsuit at the start of the process he said, but as we went more into discover, it was pretty clear that they did have a bias and they would lose big time. saver said that in addition to financial payouts, North Shore will also have to change its policies. They were they will no longer be a no religious accommodation policy. Every position will be accommodated. He said all the people can come back with no loss of seniority or job status. Hmm. Staver said he believes the case will have a broad impact. It's a big wake-up call to employers across the country that did not do these accommodations as they're required to under Title VII. He said, and I think it's encouragement for employees that were abused and lost their job or threatened to lose their job and some of them retire that they can pursue justice. There were 13 initial claimants. They will receive an additional payout a total of 45,000. Now, why is this the health in the news? Because people literally said, hey, I don't believe in it. And I don't want this. And they said, jabber job, like get the jab or lose your job. Oh, you can retire early. And they force you out. There were, you know, and, and we've heard a lot about this. and And here's where I will share my stance with you. My stance is make an educated decision. If you feel like that's the best for you, that's great. But make sure you do your research because there is no liability that falls on your doctor, on the person who injects you, on the drug company. 1986, they filed it where you have to go through a special court. If you are injured from any sort of vaccine, that's like I'm going to make a product and if it hurts you, I'm never liable. Why would I ever do anything safe or efficacious? You know what I would do? Something that would just make money. If I had no soul like a drug company. And so you look at these people who said, I'm going to stand up against this hospital system. A dozen of us are going to stand up against this hospital system and say, what you did wasn't right. And they're like, oh, absolutely. And the more they dug into it, they're like, you're going to be wrong and you're going to need to settle. So $10 million is settled out. And they also said, hey, if you lost your job, you can come back. And it's like the same thing, like nothing ever happened. Like we didn't force you out. And my thought process would be like, okay, it's nice that you would still have your seniority. But in that regard, you're still working for a company that pushed you out. That is one thing that I will massively say about the people that we love and care about in my office is that I care about them. I care about their well being. I care about their family. I generally care about them and who they are. And in these big companies, you're a punch in and a punch out number. That's it. That is literally all it is. And they're like, oh, you're not doing what we say, then you're gone. And someone the employee says, Hey, but look, here are the reasons why. And they're like, No, absolutely not. We're not entertaining it. So good for these little guys, right? Like the proverbial underdogs that are like, I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna I'm gonna take back what's right and I'm gonna stand up for what I believe in because even if they did lose and now I think about all the healthcare workers who, you know, went against what they wanted to and they got it anyways. Or they lost their job. Like what uprooting of the family that that takes in order to be able to do that. And so kudos to them for setting a precedent. And I look forward to be able to find other individuals who want to stand up for their right, for their health, that it's their choice, and that Regardless, when you say, hey, well, this is my body, and I think it should be my choice, that we say that's in all regards, not just from a certain aspect. If you don't want to inject something in there, why is it that you're losing your job? And so they stood up for it. And so kudos to them. I just know that I didn't see a lot of this on mainstream media. So if it's one, the more word that we can get out that you have a say in your own health, and let's do it. Now, I had a patient ask me recently, about a Medicare guideline for healthcare, and she was appalled with what I told her. I'll tell you what it is next.
1: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit Greenwood Family Everything comes alive. Everything comes alive for be with you. Everything comes alive me with you.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's also where you go if you want to schedule an initial exam and consultation, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Today, we're just talking. We're talking about... Where medical errors fall in terms of leading cause of death. I want to touch base about how our healthcare system is fundamentally flawed. (laughs) Um, And really what got me thinking about all of this is that I was in the office recently and I was talking to a couple and this couple has Medicare. Right, and I understand. And this is not just with Medicare. This is with you know private healthcare insurances too. What I found more than anything, it you know we pay into this. Like we're paying someone to have a policy that we have to pay for. I'll never, guys. Okay, <laughs> I met my husband in North Carolina. Okay, so he got into the Marines fresh when he was eighteen. I was training under an advanced doctor in Wilmington, North Carolina. You may or may not know that Camp Lejeune is in Jacksonville, which is uh, like 30, 45 minutes north. That's where my husband and I met. <laughs> and so fast forward, we meet, we get married, and he's starting the transition He um, of going from active. So he had, you know, five At that point, he had five tours. He had 14 active years, I think, something give or take. And so we're talking about like, are you going to stay in? Are you going to get out? All these things. And I was like, well, one benefit if you stay in is that we would have insurance through there, right? Like, I own the office, small business is a little bit harder to carry conventional insurance. And we could always do like the Christian healthcare ministries, but I'm like, that might be like we were doing the pros and cons. And, um, that that part is applicable to the story and here's why because i said you know if you have that you would just pay and i said if we have like two kids let's say which we have three now but i said let's say we have two kids we would probably pay four or five hundred and now this was this was also like a while back i'm like we'll probably pay five hundred dollars a month for uh health insurance it's like okay I said, we probably have, let's say a $2,000 individual, 8,000 family deductible. He said, okay. And he was like, well, we would meet that deductible in like four months. I said, oh, no, no, no. The money that you pay each month is just to like hold the plan, not to actually go to it. I said, every time you go into the doctor, you would have to pay until you met that $2,000. And then once you meet that $2,000, then they cover it like, either 70% or 80%, and then you would be responsible for the 20 or 30%. And he was like, okay. And I was like, in some things like chiropractic, they might say you get 10 visits or you get 15 visits. They'll cap how many visits you can use. He was like, okay. I said, and then once you pay like $5,000 out of your own pocket – Then they'll cover it 100%. And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah. I said, and then you know what happens on January 1st? He said, what? I say they wipe all of the dollars you put towards it clean and you have to start at zero again every single year. And, you know, because once he was in the military, he was just, everything happened on base. Like all of his medical care happened on base. And as a kid, you don't pay much mind to that. And he looked at me and had like, like put his eyebrow up and he looked at me and goes, this sounds like fraud. (laughs) I'm dead serious. And I said, um, no, that's just our like United States healthcare insurance. Oh, and by the way, if your doctor thinks that you need something, you probably have to fight for it. So anyways, I was talking to a, a Medicare patient and Medicare covers some it doesn't cover all, right? So they only cover acute care. So like if you have an acute exacerbation, they don't cover more chronic conditions. And I was trying to explain this to them, like, you know, Medicare doesn't. So this is just saying like you acknowledge that we've utilized what Medicare will cover and they're not covering anything moving forward. And um, she was like, I still don't understand. So I printed her off office page and it comes directly from the CMS, right? The um, Medicare Carrier Manual, So this is straight from Department of Health and Human Services, Center for Medicare and and Medicaid Services. That's what CMS is. So this is, and I have this memorized. It's very sad, but I will read it verbatim to you. Um, This is 2251.3, Necessity for Treatment. This is under Section B. So you literally can just hop on the Internet and type in Medicare Guidelines 2251.3, Section B, if you want to see this. It states that. Once a functional status has remained stable for a given condition, without expectation of further functional improvement, further manipulation treatment is considered maintenance therapy and is not covered. So you think, like, what is maintenance therapy? Chiropractic maintenance therapy is, right, and this is, again, this is coming from directly from the Medicare website, cms.gov. Maintenance therapy includes services that seek to prevent disease, promote health, and prolong and enhance the quality of life, or maintain or prevent deterioration of a chronic condition. Medicare views as medically, not medically reasonable, nor necessary, and is not payable under the Medicare program. Again, I'm sorry, one more time, can you just briefly tell me what is not considered reasonable or medical necessity in the medicare program oh okay absolutely any sort of maintenance therapy that includes services that seek to prevent disease promote health and prolong and enhance the quality of life or maintain or prevent deterioration of a chronic condition they're like nope not medically necessary like what (laughs) They're like, listen, we've all pa- I'm paying into it now. Like, is it frustrating that then you get to this point and you're like, hi, I would like to use those dollars to remain well? And they're like, oh, you want to prevent disease? No. You want to promote health? No. You want to prolong and enhance the quality of life? No. You want to prevent deterioration of a chronic condition? Absolutely not. Nope. Medicare's like, no, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> And I told her, I said, the sad part is, is that if I don't accept Medicare, I literally can't see Medicare patients at all. And then the other aspect of things is like, you want to know the frustration. And I see this so often is that people look and they're like, well, I only want to do what my, med- or like my insurance covers. And you're like, well, your insurance doesn't cover much. Or, you know, even our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, we're in and out of network with different providers. Why? Because oddly enough, every year they decide to pay me less. Like I'm not working any less. My knowledge that I bring every time I come to an adjustment is not any less. My rent's not any less. My employees don't want any less. Like, hey, you know what? I feel like the next year, let's cut your pay by 10%. Like no one would stay working, but all the providers are like, yeah, we're going to stay here. And so the fact that we stay allows it. And then on top of that, you know, more recently, I referred out a patient for an MRI uh, for her SI joint, it's sacroiliitis. Your sacrum is a square bone. Your ilium is like your hips. Like if you put your hands on your hips, that's your ilium. So SI is sacroiliac joint. Sacroiliitis is inflammation of that joint. And so I put all the things, sent over the x rays, put up all the write up, but it has to be approved. So I have to go through pre authorization. I basically have to say, hi, Insurance. I, as a doctor, feel that my patient needs this. So here's why I'm going to prove to you that it's medical necessity that my patient, the one that you've never seen, that you don't know anything about, all they are is an ID number to you. um, Why I, as your doctor, think that they need a medical test and we want you to pay for it. And now, when I tell you my frustration, when I was talking to this woman and she was like, okay, so what's the diagnosis? And I told her the diagnosis code. And she's like, I it's sacroiliate and I'm like this woman right and she's like I'm so sorry I can't really say this like sacroiliitis that's just it's how you say it sacroiliitis she's like okay she's like I'm sorry I can't say it she's the one who proves or denies whether or not my patient so another third party who works for there who has no medical training is going to tell me as a doctor whether or not my patient needs the medical test I say they need. Or I had one who they gave me an option. This is another patient who had loss of bowel and bladder function, which if you have loss or bowel or bladder function, that is a huge neurological red flag. Like a huge neurological red flag. So I as a doctor, right, not a medical doctor, doctor of chiropractic, know that this is a huge red flag. This patient had previous spinal surgery as a child due to cord tethering. So like this is a candidate that needs an MRI right now. Right now. Like it's a big deal right now. I call in this worker, right, not healthcare professional, was like, okay, so what are the reasons for you? And they're like, here's A, B, C, or D. Choose what is correct. I'm like, none. None of those are correct. Here's why. And he was like, why? Well, I- I only have options to choose A, B, C, or D. And I said, well, none of those options are applicable to my patient, so I'm not going to answer any of them. Like, you can put in there what I'm telling you, and that's the reason why. And he was like, I can't. And I'm like, okay, well, when they say this, like, what do they mean? Do they mean this or derivative of this or is it? And he was like, ma'am, I have no medical training and background. I'm just here to have put in the, what you answer. And again, these are the people who dictate your health care. I'm just like, how broken is that? How broken is that? It's just one of the most absurd thing I have seen. I, it's just, it's it literally hard for me to believe. that we're like, hi, you know who should be in charge of your health? This random guy who has no medical background working for your insurance company. <laughs> you know, and that's what we put stock in. Well, if my insurance doesn't cover it, I'm not going to do it. How? How is that in any aspect okay? But again, this is one where we say, if insurance covers it, I'll do it. But if not, and when then we can't figure out, you know what they'll pay for when you have cancer? They'll pay for when you have a heart attack. They'll pay for you want a hip replacement. Hey, you want to work hard to prevent deterioration of your spine or your hips or your knees? They're like, ugh, that's not medical necessity. That's not reasonable to pay for. There's so, I had a patient who years ago, I'll never forget, she quit care because I couldn't bill her insurance. We were in network with this particular carrier, and they gave her 12 a year. But when she filled out her forms, she's pain-free, all zeros on the pain scale. And she said, I have 12 visits. I would like to use them. And I said, I don't have a diagnosis because you are well, and your insurance doesn't cover wellness. And she said, but I'm only well because I'm getting adjusted. I understand. So she said, are you telling me that insurance would rather wait for me to not get adjusted have hip pain, then get adjusted and utilize my 12, then for me to allow me to use the 12 preventatively so I don't have hip pain. Yep. <laughs> you guys forget, like, they're not my rules. I just have to play by them. And you know what? I'm starting to get to the point where I don't like their rules. So that's where the frustration lies for patients when they're like, I want to go in somewhere that is a network and will pay. But, you know, like my, for example, my dentist, I don't want them to use chemicals. I want them to use cleaner aspects. I want that thing. And my insurance is like, oh, so they're like, listen, we value our time and our services and our knowledge to not keep cutting what we feel that our services are worth. And I respect that. And, you know, I'm doing paying it. I'm paying it. Am I like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I value your knowledge and expertise and I value your like mindset and I'm willing to pay for that. I'm willing to pay for that knowledge and the fact that no, in the resin that you put in a cavity, it's not full of like super toxic plastic. You know, I'm going to know that when you, they use like a, a, a shielding dam for my mouth when I, I just had a cavity filled. it's so my third one and like, did it stink? Yes. But I was like, so happy about the whole process and willing to pay more. I paid more for more pain. But why because of the knowledge that they they have. You know, So I think it's just looking. When you're looking for a medical practitioner, I think now is the time that if your brain instantly goes to, I'm only going to go to someone who's in network, that thought process needs to change and say, who's like-minded? Who's going to work with me and for me and not someone who's just going to hand me another pill to figure out how do I get out of the office fast enough because the hospital scheduled me 15 straight people in a row that I have to see so I can meet their quota. Make better choices. Now, drug safety. Has it become an afterthought?
1: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life changing results and success stories at Greenwood Family Chiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne. Hey.
0: Welcome back, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com for your initial exam and consultation. Today, we're talking about healthcare. In the United States it's very interesting to me because I now can we let's just get this out there medicine has a time and a place we will we are thankful for it when we need it but our goal is to figure out like how do we work to invest in our health to maintain our health how do we value our health so that it isn't something right most when you're looking at a lot of these degenerative diseases or like disease processes altogether. Majority of them are lifestyle related. So it's how do we start making those changes? So what I think is interesting, and I talk about often in the office, is that when we talk about where we fall in terms of health in the United States, you know, back when I had initially started, we would talk about how I would ask people, like, in the United States, are we healthier? So, and most time people would say like, oh, we're healthy. And, you know, 25% would be like, oh, no, we're not doing good. We're sick. And now I just stopped asking the question because candidly people have more and especially through the United States and the pandemic. You're like, why are we so bad off? And you're like, because people with pre-existing conditions uh, have bigger problems. And generally America, the, the last research that I saw was that uh, in America, five out of six Americans will suffer from heart disease or cancer. That number is closer to one in 20 in almost every single industrialized nation in the world. And so we're like, hey, we are really sick as a nation. And you're like, was it the same? Is it different? Uh, back in 2013, Americans spent more on health care than Japan, Germany, France, China, the UK. Italy, Canada, Brazil, Spain, and Australia combined. At the time, in, back in 2013, the U.S. ranked last in terms of quality care among industrialized nations. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Commonwealth Fund who did this. Now, I mean, they did one more recently as well. But uh, back in like 2012, 2013, they looked at several different categories Years of potential life lost, healthy longevity, infant mortality. We fell last or second to last in, every, in almost every single category. Interestingly enough, so the Commonwealth Fund International Healthcare Performance Report came out more recently. And now they ranked the U.S. dead last out of 11 industrialized nations even though we spent more than 18% of the gdp on healthcare 18% more than any other nation in the 2013 us healthcare expenses revealed that 30 cent of every dollar spent on medical care was being wasted on unnecessary services inefficient delivery of care excessive administrative cost Overinflated prices, right? Like, hey, your Tylenol. That one Tylenol you took cost you six dollars. Prevention failures, right? Medicare, in and of itself, and fraud. A follow-up investigation in 2019 found the annual waste of healthcare funds had risen anywhere from 10 billion to 185 billion since 2013. And now actually accounts for one quarter of all healthcare spending. Here's what's so interesting. I had a patient who came in the office more recently and going through an array of symptom searching, right, trying to figure out what these symptoms are coming from. And so he's met his deductible. And I said, and he said, Kate, okay, you know, I have a appointment for my uh, gastroenterologist. I'm going to go see this kidney doctor. I'm going to see a neurologist. They're going to do an EMG, And I was like, what is all this for? And they're like, well, they don't really know. They're just trying to figure it out. So they're throwing a bunch of tests at it. And I'm like, here's my question. And here's a question for you. This is like a writer downer. If you're in the car, visit back to this. How is this test going to change? What are you looking for? When you take this test, what are you looking for, right? Like if we have to do x-rays in our office, it's because we're looking to see. It sounds like there's probably some sort of impingement. Maybe there is a loss of curvature, which could possibly lead to a spinal stenosis. Maybe it is there are some bone spurs. Maybe there's some ligamentous damage, even though it doesn't show soft tissue, Bone placement uh, and stress films allow us to see if there's any underlying ligamentous damage, right? Like there is something because that is going to change. Maybe we uh, suspect a fracture. That is going to change the way that you are adjusted. If you have degenerative disc disease, you probably should never get rotaries, those twisting, right? Right? Because it oftentimes sends people in spasm. I see this so much in the cervical spine. Yep, they twisted my neck. I went into spasm. I never saw a chiropractor again. Well, you should have never received that type of adjustment because, and they would have known that had they taken X-rays. So when you have this, like, we're gonna just throw something at it and see if it's fixed. Well, what does it matter? Insurance is gonna, nothing's out of pocket to them, right? They've met their deductible. It's maddening to me. It is absolutely maddening. Because you're like, what are you looking for? What are you looking to confirm or deny with this test? Right? Like, so for this patient, it was like, well, we're looking for an EMG. We're looking to see if there's nerve damage. Okay. So if you confirm that, what are the next courses of care? And if you deny that, what are the next courses of care? And my question then is that if they say, yes, there's nerve damage on this nerve root, what are you going to do? Um, here's a neurotin, Here's some Gabapentin. We're just going to dampen that nervous system. If that's not congruent with where you're trying to go, then maybe they should look at alteration. It might just be like there are times when you're like, hey, we're going to do an MRI. Why? We're ruling out to see if there's a disc-related issue or if there's soft tissue that's causing these neurological symptoms. Why? Because that's going to change and alter your course of care. I saw this with a... I had a girl who was in her, woman, I guess, in her mid to late 20s, came into the office and said, hey, I went to my gynecologist and they confirmed I have HPV. Okay. They want to do a colposcopy where they go in and they freeze the cells and they like take these big chunks out of the uterus wall. Okay. What's it for? Well, they want to see what strand, like strand of cancer it is. Okay. That's fair. So depending on what strand, like, what are they going to do? Like, if it's strand A versus B versus C, like, how does that dictate the course of care moving forward? And she said, that's a really good question. Let me ask. And she came back and she said, well, they, they said that nothing changes if they know the strand or not. And I said, well, then why would they choose to know the strand? Like, if it's not going to change the care moving forward, why do you need to know? It's not going to say, hey, we're going to treat... A like this, B like this, and C like this. Like, why are we doing it? And so when they talk about waste of healthcare funds, they're like, "Oh, just for us to know, we just need to know if it's A, B, or C." And you're like, "Okay, so how does that change the course of care? What are you going to do differently? What is that? How does that change or alter my my course of care or my treatment?" And if the answer is no, like, why are you doing it? It's just when like it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Here's what's really interesting too um, is when you look at um, when we talk about this. If you've never heard of iatrogenic death, iatrogenic death means death resulting from the activity of physicians. Now, again, don't come at me with the like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for medicine. Like, look, it's helped my family. It saved some family members' lives. I am grateful for them, you know, especially our emergency medicine system. Uh, It was found in 2013 by Dr. Carolyn Dean, Gary Null, phd dr martin uh, feldman dr deborah roseo dorothy smith who's a phd um talked about how it was iatrogenic deaths becoming the leading cause of death and injury in the united states claiming nearly the lives of 784 people annually Using those figures, that would put healthcare system as the number one cause of death in the United States, bypassing cardiovascular disease. It includes adverse drug reactions, avoidable medical errors, hospital acquired infections, surgeries that have gone bad, death from unnecessary medical procedures. You ever want to be astounded? Look at the death rate from colonoscopies, right? All of those ones. I was looking at um, you know, and you're like, of course, there's some things, but you know, people are misusing this medication or that medication. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about properly prescribed, properly taken medication. In 2022, the World Health Organization announced that unsafe care by medical professionals and hospitals resulted in a horrifying, quote unquote, horrifying. million deaths each year worldwide, with at least 250 of those in the United States. And in July of 2022, the NIH, the National Institute of Health, updated their libraries on medical errors, saying that number could be as close to 440,000 people in the United States every year, and possibly even more because of lack of reporting, making it still the third leading cause of death. So medical errors have been the third leading cause of death for years, 10% of all deaths being attributed to some kind of medical error, and it continues to be the leading cause of death today, ranked somewhere between third and first place, depending on the scope of medical mistake you include in your equation. Yet here's what you need to know. We're appreciative of medicine, the time and the place, but we have to start making changes. We have to start looking at health differently. We have to start prioritizing differently. So when we come back, not only do we have a testimony to share of someone who took their health into their own hands, I want to wrap up and give some action steps on what to do moving forward. We'll talk next.
1: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back,
0: welcome back, welcome back. If you're listening to Maximize Your Life, I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-28, 2, 317-893-2853, <laughs> to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we are touching base. Our healthcare system is broken. I want to introduce Linda, who has been a patient in our office now and is 73 years old and has made some amazing changes.
2: Hi, my name is Linda, and I just wanted to tell you my story about Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Before I started coming here, I was um, pretty much disabled. I had chronic neck pain, back pain, leg pain, and I was unable to walk for any distance at all i uh, i was not very active i tried to be active in different um, different clubs different things like that and i was always having to cancel because at the last minute i would not be able to get out of bed migraines i had i over the years i tried over-the-counter medicine prescription medicine Uh, physical therapy I tried um, I've been doing chiropractic for several years but it wasn't until I came here that they started treating my whole body my mind my uh, my nutrition as well as uh, adjusting getting adjustments to to keep me in line and I just uh, now I've been here Oh, over a year. And as long as I take my, you know, do my regular adjustments, um, take my uh, supplements, I'm, I'm happier, I'm more active, I'm just, I'm just going. My appointment calendar is full for a change and I am not having to cancel. Um, for the first time in a long time, I have a life. And I couldn't be more happy with, with the people here, the staff. They're, I don't like to call them staff because they're like family. Uh, you come in and they listen. They don't hurry you out the door. They take the time to listen to you, whether it's about chiropractic or whatever. And I just feel like they're my friends. And I just, um, my life has just changed since I've been coming here. And I will be coming here probably for the rest of my life because I have my life back now and I like it.
0: Now, if you want more information about how to get scheduled in the office, give us a call. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or just hop online. Greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now, what do we do moving forward? And here's where I will tell you, you have to get to the point where you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had a patient who came in who said, hey, I went to the doctor because I wasn't feeling good. They ran some tests, found out I had ABC, put me on some medication." Six months later, she wasn't feeling good. She went back to the doctor. Doctor ran more tests. Found out, you know, DEF was happening. And so they put her on a handful more medications. And then several months later, she wasn't feeling good. So she went back to the doctor. They ran more tests, put her on a handful more medication. And she said, I just don't know that I ever ever foresee that this is a path that I'm well in five years. And again, I'm not anti medicine. Medicine has a time and a place, but when we put our health on the back burner, I am too busy to exercise. I'm too busy to meal prep. I'm too, like, listen, I, when, if I, sh- like I get it. I have three kids. They're in sports. I do the things. My husband and I w- both work full time. You know, I manage an office. I'm a mom. Like I, I get it. My husband's military and police, so it's like two aspects of chaos all smashed into one. their day, he's like, "Hey, I have to go to North Carolina for five days." I'm like, "When?" He's like, "Tomorrow." Like, all right, cool. Right? Like I, I get it. I understand. It's hard. But I prioritize that. So like I made all my kids baby food. Why? Not because I wanted to like talk about it on the radio because it was something that was important to me. I prioritize that time. And so it's one where there has to be an aspect of this where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You realize that if you're desiring to actually truly be well, you can't do it with a pill. I was reading something the other day that it said, no one ever got to the bottom of, of a medication bottle and say, gosh, I've never felt healthier in my life. And it's true. You ha- you, but you you as a person have to make that decision on when you're going to break the, the cycle, like when you're going to break that system. And so that's that's truly where, you know, again, we don't take people off medications. But if you're looking for guidance in terms of health and wellness, and, you know, that's the one where Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. or check us out online greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com that's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com for your initial exam and consultation thanks so much for tuning in look forward to next week but always remember that your power is on